Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Tech Levy, where we're going to explore the world of technology in the public sector. Your hosts are myself, Mark Dillon from the city of Sarnia, and Joel Duffield from the town of Huntsville. We're planning to cover topics such as cities at large scale, down to one tech shops. We're also going to look at some interesting partners, divided groups, and take a look at the landscape of the public sector tech by interviewing the people that actually do the work. But before we do any of that, let's take a moment to introduce ourselves. Joel, why don't we chat for a bit about your background and what you hope to get out of this podcast? So I have been in IT for probably 15, 16 years. I've uh, been in municipal IT for coming up on 10, um, basically all at the same spot for the entire time. Um, I'm a network and server administrator and have basically done that for the last 10 years. Um, and I'm a f- pretty sp- Smallish scale. Uh, we have about 40 servers, about 100 to 120 um, machines we look after. So we're definitely on the small side, um, but certainly a lot bigger than a lot of the places in Ontario. So um, yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. Before I was in municipal IT, um, I did general consulting, uh, worked at computer shop. You know. The normal upward chain from that uh, when you don't go to university for it. So, um, yeah, that's a little about me. I actually know nothing about you, so I'm interested to hear about you. Sure. So, for me, technology has always kind of felt like a sort of magic, and not in the magic appears to those, tech appears to those, you know, magic if they don't understand it. More so that I like exploring the abstractions and the models to conceptualize kind of how it works, something I can get lost in for hours. Like uh, earlier today, my friend and I noticed that uh, that the Google Assistant on the Pixel 2 is able to recognize music that it hears in the background. But in the settings for that, it claims it does it without having a connection at all. So we isolated the playing source and the, and the actual phone from each other to make sure and put the, the phone in airplane mode, and it was still able to do it. So I love thinking about that kind of stuff. Um, it's a, it's it's really exciting to me because they must have some crazy signature that they're deriving from the fact that they've got Google Play Music and it must be unique enough that it can recognize the song, but also broad enough that it can account for the fact that there's a crappy microphone recording it on speakers in the background and there's people talking over top of it, so it's lossy. From a work perspective, by the way, did you know that Google is doing that? I did not know, but Assistant never ceases to amaze me, um, specifically since so most of my experience with assistant is actually not on my phone because I have a crappy phone, but on uh, the home and on the home, the stuff that it will understand from my kids is mind blowing. Like my four year olds talk to the Google home and ask it to play music all the time and it gets it right. And I can barely understand what they're asking for. Um, Like the amount of data and like that they're working off of for voice prints and stuff is mind-blowing when you start to think about it like the fact that it works at all is crazy but then how well it works it works so well that you totally take it all for granted yeah what blew me about this was that it works offline so they're storing (laughs) that stuff locally on the phone apparently if you read about it it's only so many it's like 17,000 songs that they store locally based on your geographic area and probably a bunch of other stuff about your demographic I have no idea but we're getting to a place where we really are automating work that people aren't going to have to do it anymore. 
Right. I like, think. I mean, so you, you spent all that time digging into that. How much work did they do to figure out which 17,000 songs? Are getting yeah, I mean, part of it's that they're a data giant, but still, it's a it's a huge amount of work. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Somebody that, spent a, a whole team of people probably spent a fairly long amount of time just to make that work in a way that nobody would ever notice. Yeah, I bet, and that, that's what we were talking about: is that someone who doesn't really know how that might work might just be annoyed that it doesn't work on all music and just take for granted the the insane task. But uh, I'm a little, a little off topic, so uh, I'm sure we'll get into some of this stuff with some of the amazing uh, vendors we talked to in other cities. So from a career perspective, I started as a Y2K programmer on the mainframe systems, which is basically fixing date fields for the fact that a lot of people used two digits for the date, assuming we'd never hit something where we would care more. But at 99, you realize pretty quickly that the entire time computers have existed, 00, zero hasn't meant 2000, it's meant 1900. And so from there, I ended up working in the electric utility industry where they were doing deregulation meaning that you could buy power from whoever you wanted and uh, and then there was this massive smart meter implementation that all of Ontario basically took a, a, a radio sensed smart meter and put it on every house that was residential or medium to small business and it's kind of the first time that I've ever seen uh, Internet of Things devices at scale and uh, I have worked for a couple municipalities but but nowhere near the experience you have I uh, I'm recently, right now, I'm working at the city of Sarnia, and uh, at one point I did run a tech for a wireless uh, fiber optic ISP that was, uh, you know, Utelco, Muni-owned, that for about four years, and through all that, I think my favorite work is innovation in R&D and building teams around that that can do that kind of work. So I'm really looking forward to hearing about what some other municipalities are doing, and uh, at some point we can probably fit some time in as well to to uh, talk to each other, you know, in, in more depth about what our cities are doing. Yeah, so to to go off of what you were just saying there, uh, I think the thing that really excites me and interests me now is the shift, and I'm sure some of the larger centers are already doing this, but for ones our size, the shift from IT being about IT to IT being about everything um, and what that looks like and how we can get there and be ready for it, because for the most part, we've probably already missed the boat uh, compared to the rest of the world. But um, it is very interesting to me, the idea of bringing all these external things that lots of other places, um, Google and Facebook and all those people have been doing for several years into our space and how that works for us and what works and what doesn't, um, especially in smaller teams. Yeah, there's all kinds of challenges. Most of the ones we're having are around software and the fact that the entire ecosystem and, and vertical. What I mean by that is the people that make software for cities are kind of behind a bit. And that's probably because we asked them to be, we probably said on-prem on only, for example. And uh, so there's, an, a, there's a whole software model that's that's almost a decade old in, in end-user experience that everyone's seeing. And I'm sure there's exceptions to that, but that's, that's what I see when I look around. So I think there'll be a lot of talk about that. Yeah, it's a very niche market. Um, and when you step outside that niche, you can sometimes get a little blown away by how much you've lived in that niche market and not really realized what's going on in the rest of the world. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to see what everyone else thinks and what their experiences are. Yeah, I'm super excited. We've talked about this for a long time of doing it, so I'm excited that we're finally doing it. Um, there are so many people to talk to. 
um, that we talk in passing at conferences and all this kind of stuff, but there's just so much going on um, that I think is a lot of us are not really um, able to really grasp all the things that are going on um, because it's not happening so much out in the public view. Um, but there's stuff everywhere. Like every time you have a conversation with somebody who is at another municipality, the amount of value you can get out of that is mind-blowing. So I really hope we can bring some of that to this. Yeah, it really is. And uh, it's kind of the same thing that happens to me. Anytime you go to a place where you might see your partners at a trade show or a meeting for something, I have a, I have a notebook. I still like to take paper notes because I, I just enjoy it. And so I'm writing it down, and I know there's all these great things. And sometimes I go back and look at the notes I took from two months ago after I get back to my job, and I haven't done any of them, but they're all still great ideas. So I think doing it more than, you know, once a quarter and actually sitting down and maybe working with some people would be, it, it's probably going to save a bunch of people a bunch of time from not making mistakes, or we pro we're probably going to learn all kinds of stuff that's going to save us tons of time too. Oh, yeah. I mean, the amount of stuff that we do that's the same or almost the same is scary considering for a lot of us, how little we do work together uh, when there could be so much that we could do together. All right. Well, I look forward to our first episode. It should uh, be out in, a, in about a month or so, and we'll figure out what our schedule really looks like when we figure out how our work-life balance works with also making this. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be worth the time. I think it's going to be excellent. All right. Well, thanks for making the time, Joel, and uh, we'll figure out uh, what's next. And we will definitely do that. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Tech Levy, a podcast exploring technology in the public sector. We're planning to release an episode the third Thursday of each month, and you can find out more info at techlevy.ca.